Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. Um, Just like uh, the Bad Batch that has now returned, we are both effective and effective. Defective and effective, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Justin. Joining me today, as always, is one of my co-hosts. This is Josh. Josh. Am I effective and you're defective? No, it's probably the other <laughs> way around, honestly. Right? I mean, it's the two of us. It's one and the other, apparently. Yeah. So, um, I thought that was funny in the, in in this episode. They were like, "Oh, it's these guys must be the the clone clone ninety nines, the defectives." He's like defective <sighs> and effective. Those he's kids. not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. Dang kids! You're the one pointing um, sticks at people. Don't. Oh, who are you? Who are you judging? Right, right. Um, what does he say? Blaster beat stick kid or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, man, this kid's kid's gotta learn. But yeah, um, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Uh, we've we've been on hiatus for a little bit. Um, I know uh, it's been a hot minute. We have a, a extensive back catalog of shows and episodes that hopefully you were able to catch up on while we were away. But We've been recording roughly, and I'm not going to say every week, but mostly we've been recording every week since about 2019, right? I think fall of, is that right? 2019-ish? That feels about right. I think because so, we, we met in the spring of 2019, mm-hmm. and then I think, yeah, I think by November we were, we had, yep, yep. October, November-ish of 2019, we've recorded all through COVID. We've, you know, we're now into 2024. We've been going at it for a long time, and that's a lot of episodes. It's a lot of Star Wars to cover. It's a lot of talking. Personnel changes. We've had a ho- <laughs> we had a co-host that we hadn't ever met, and finally met her in person. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've we've. Stuff. We've we're like a we're like a seasoned veteran. We've seen some stuff. <laughs> seen some shit. Yeah, <laughs> the horrors um, of war. Yeah, yeah. So we've been at it for a long time. Star but, war. Um, you know, we we took a little little bit of a hiatus to. Kyle has um, more tattoos. I have more tattoos. <laughs> right. Josh is unrecognizable. Like, I mean, it's just crazy. It's it's how many he's got so many tattoos now. It's ridiculous. Um. But no, we've you know we we took a little break. We got the minds right. Uh, there wasn't a lot going on, honestly. Got the grind over right the winter too. break. Huh? What? Got the mind right. Got the grind right. Yep. Uh, so it was good. I, I like. Trust me, I feel refreshed. I am ready to go on some Star Wars stuff. Um, I'm here. I'm ready to go. And Bad Batch has started back up. So I am. Super, super stoked to talk about this. I'm glad Bad Batch is back, the final season, and we are rocking and rolling, as the kids would say. Maybe they, I probably don't say that anymore. I'm pretty sure rolling, they don't say rolling, that rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Kyle, where are you at with the music? But yes, Kyle is is not here today. Kyle is under the weather. He will be back uh, next week. Um, so ho- hopefully he feels better. But yes, he is a little bit under the weather th- weather today. So. We will be happy to have the full orb crew back 
next week. So, well, let's dive into speaking of news and notes. Um, we do have some some things to cover. Big news happening today. Just announced today. I'm super pumped for this Battlefront Classic Collection. One and two dropping March 14th, available on Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Yes, the original, the original Battlefront games that are now 20 years old are going to be available for online multiplayer on all of those platforms. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to look a little rough, but I am excited. Um, I think they said it was like a 64 player online. Uh, group. So I'm. Just, I, I don't think that's your team. I think that's like total, like 64. So like 32 people on each team. Um, playing the original Battlefront. Uh, you drive some uh, AATs. You can uh play as your favorite villains or heroes. Uh, but yes, super excited to have that hitting the platforms again on March 14th. Um, Josh, did you ever get into those battlefronts or just mostly the newer ones? Oh, no, I was, no, I, uh, there's actually a fun, uh, story about how, um, well, not so much with battlefront, but yeah, no, I've been, I've been into, I've had this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, way of gaming that is, uh, I don't play anything right when it comes out except Star Wars games. Um, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, no, loved, loved these, these games. Wasn't very good at them, but loved them. Um, but this mm-hmm. is back when they had like a story and, uh, you yeah. know, uh, the multiplayer, uh, like stuff was better in the game then. So, uh, mm-hmm. I do, I do think about, um, the kind of like memory shock that you get from play when you play old games again for the first time in a long time i was like remember playing like the jedi knight games when i got them on like a may 4th uh, st- uh steam sale and i was like mm-hmm. what is what are these polygons <laughs> and i remember like when that game came out i was like whoa this is this is so cool like, it looks so good yep oh yeah um no i love when when the old school games are available to play um, I will definitely be hitting these up day one because, you know, I, most yeah. of the time I just want to we when I have free time. I want to get online, duck in for a few games and get out. I don't want to invest a lot of time and energy. I just want to get on, play some games and go. There is so much uh, like Star Wars video game rumor and news going on right now, though. Like I saw something about a Mando game like there's. I need to do, I need I, to, I, I'm just remembering this now. I should have looked it up in before, but it didn't come to mind. But, um, I had a question about this is, <clears throat> so with 64 players, is it going to be cross platform? I know they've been doing more cross platform stuff, like online gaming between platforms. Do you, was that in the announcement or? That's a good question. I don't know. I didn't see it in the announcement that I read. Um, but we can certainly look that up and come back to it a little bit later on. But, uh, you're right. Uh, they have been doing a lot more of that lately. Um, one of the things that I'm, I'm super excited about is the return because I'm a big college football fan. I am super oh excited. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, NCAA sorry. football <laughs> coming yeah. out in May. I am so excited for the return of this. Um, I didn't realize it was coming in May. That's so soon. Yeah. 
I know. I, I'm like, I am excited and it's going to be awesome until, uh, you know, Alabama comes in and steals my five star wide receiver with his NIL money. And then I, <laughs> and then I'm pissed for the rest of the season. Um, you know, you're no, worried be, about, look, you're, wor- you're worried about them stealing them down south. You might want to look up north a little bit. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> Those chips were all in on that title this year, buddy. Uh, next year is going to be a little rough. <laughs> um, hey, we cheated to get a title. You guys got a title and got in trouble. It's all, you know. <laughs> That's how uh, it goes. Yeah, it's, it's just if you don't, if you're not in the SEC, you get caught, you know? Yeah, apparently. But enough sports <laughs> talk. Sorry, sorry for all you SEC fans down there. I we don't are, care. Uh, we're up in a big time. I don't feel here, bad. So. Big time. Um, well, let's uh, let's keep going through a little bit. Uh, there is a split screen co op too, as well with the uh, Battlefront stuff. So you can play with somebody else in your own home and do uh, the split screen co op, which is pretty cool. So, um, Andor is currently in post production. They wrapped up shooting a couple weeks ago. Um, let's get uh, ready for more Andor. Yeah. Yep. I love that show. I can't wait to see where they go with that. I'm super excited. But I think they were only doing two seasons of it. So. I thought this they were doing the last three, one. but no, yeah, you're right. They are only doing two. It, yep, it was like 24 episodes, I think. Because we're going to get a time jump right at the start of this one, and then we're going to yep. get a time jump in like the middle of the epi- middle of the season. Yeah, I think. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, Mando and Grogu movie was announced that should be arriving in 2026. I believe they're supposed to start shooting in 2025. So there's still some time on that. There's no update on Skeleton Crew yet, but I did see something that said Acolyte is set to release on June 5th on Disney+. Plus. That seems um, that crazy because we haven't heard anything I, yeah, heard nothing about Acolyte so far. No teasers, no clips, no nada. Um, I would guess, I mean, if that's, if that's a rumor, um, I, I can't imagine though, I would guess, cause I thought Skeleton Crew was supposed to be in the fall, mm-hmm. um, projected to be in the fall. You've got Bad Batch right now. This would, it makes sense that it would entirely cover all of 2024 with those three TV shows. You're getting your late winter, early spring show. You're going to ride that way for a little bit. You've got Acolyte coming out in June. So that's going to be your summer television. And then you've got Skeleton Crew in August, September. And that's going to be your end of the year TV and your run up to 2025. So it makes sense. Um, but I did have a question though. Um, since we haven't heard much on Skeleton Crew and, and Acolyte, and we've had some of these movies that Jude have been, Laws in it, that's what I know. Yes, um, and, and since we've had some of these um, movies announced and kind of pulled back, Josh, do you think that we've seen kind of a rising trend in movies that have been made but not released? For example, the Batgirl movie, I think that was supposed to, that was entirely shot, produced, edited, made, and then they never released it. And then I think Halle Berry had a new movie or TV series that was entirely shot, and they just said, no, we're not going to put it out. Um, Do you think we could see that with something like Star Wars? So, for instance, if it's, you know, if Bad Batch doesn't do well or Acolyte maybe is viewership is down, do you think they pull the plug on Skeleton Crew? Do you think that we're at a point that we might see that, or do you think it's pretty set that whatever we get is what we get, or and they're usually pretty good about pulling it back before we get to that phase 
I feel like Disney respects the IPs that they bought more than Warner Brothers does. Good call. Good call. Um, and lets them self-govern. So I, I, I don't think... I think it's less likely that we see something like that happen. I also... The whole time you were asking that question, I'm just thinking about, like, the fan reaction. If there was, like, a whole season or a whole star of a Star Wars show that we hadn't seen or a whole movie that was finished and we hadn't seen, like, how the fandom would react to that, they'd probably burn... They probably burn Bob Iger's house <laughs> to the ground. Good point. Um, I'm not saying that's but okay. It, I'm just saying there's you know it's crazy people. Yeah, I mean, but it's I mean it's out there. It was um, Warner Brothers, you know, literally made an entire movie and said, "Nope, we're not putting it out there." So it's sitting in a can somewhere. Um, like, how do you save warehouse. money that way? I mean, I feel like you at least make a little bit of money back if you release it, like. Yeah, like even if it's straight to a streaming platform, why not? Like, and that's, um, you know, the actors, actresses, crew, uh, writers, everybody that's involved in the project are getting paid because they did the work for it. But in reality, the time that was spent on it, they're not getting back. Yeah. Um, and that that to me is is kind of a shame. And um, I would hate, I would absolutely hate to see that done with something in Star Wars. It was just kind of, kind of triggered, raised that question with me because we haven't seen anything on Skeleton Crew and we haven't seen anything on Acolyte um, yet, really. So um, I'm like, please, please, please don't pull the plug uh, on either of those because I really want to see Acolyte. I'm kind of excited for that one. So, well, don't don't you feel like they've gotten like. <sighs> at least somewhat sloppy with rollouts. Like I feel like sometimes there doesn't seem like there's any rhyme or reason to the way that they do things. Um, so it never surprises me. I mean, you think about like how bad, you know, I still blame, I still blame part of the reason that solo didn't do as good as the other movies is because they didn't promote it. Like they'd promote the other movies and they didn't do like a big toy. They did toys, but they didn't, it was, you know, there wasn't like a event at Toys R Us where you waited outside like there was for the other the sequel movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But um, no, I agree. Well, it didn't help that they had like drama going on with directors and stuff behind the scenes. And yeah, but I mean, they had to shift halfway. And yeah, I think the machine, yeah. I think the machine should eat that kind of stuff. Right. Like, I don't think like mm-hmm. if anything, that sort of stuff should get squashed because there's a schedule, not, you know, not the other way around. Yeah like lean into it more instead of shying away from it. Yeah. No, I gotcha. Um, kind of the same thing with bad batch. I've just, uh, you know, as a side note, there were, uh, I don't know if you saw they, they released at least like yesterday or two days ago, there was like a little snippet, which was the clones in the woods with wrecker and, uh, Hunter. And, um, there was another clip released, I think last week and they they were only like, you know, 30 seconds long. But if you like watching those kind of little like teaser actual segments of the show, they were available. I didn't even know they dropped until like yesterday. And I ended up watching both of them. I was like, Oh, I didn't even see any promotion of either of those. So, um, yeah, a little bit, I can see your point where, you know, they've probably dropped the ball a little bit on, on, uh, what they're doing but yeah um 
outside of that, I didn't have anything news and notes wise. Hasbro still makes overpriced uh, Black Series and Vintage Collection figures. Hot Toys makes really cool stuff that's also expensive. Um, outside of that, not much. Uh, some Lego sets that have been coming out have been really cool as far as Star Wars goes, but um, you know those UCS ones are also super expensive. So anyway, um, well let's uh. Let's dive into uh, what we're here to talk about today, which is a little bit of a Bad Batch. And I I have to play this because, you know, it's just so fitting because Bad Batch is back. Nice! Uh, We get a lot of Wrecker. Um... We're talking season three, um, episodes one through three. We got three of them. Three of them released. Not two. I didn't not even, one. I not didn't two. Realize, not three. And I just started playing it, and then I was like, "Next episode," and I was like, "Oh, cool, they did two. And then, and then, then that episode ended, and it was like, "Next episode." I was like, "Next episode." There's three. <laughs> and then I stopped yeah. for a second because I was like, "Wait, they didn't like Netflix dump this, did they?" Like. <laughs> But now it's just all at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah. I was, um, I was kind of shocked that they, excuse me, that they did three. Uh, I was fully expecting two, and then literally like yesterday, I saw somewhere they were like, "Oh, we're dropping three episodes." So I, I texted the group. I said, "Hey, just FYI, we got three coming out tomorrow." So it's like a mini movie. It's like a, it was basically an hour hours worth of Bad Batch. I'm glad um, they released three because that second one was a dud. <laughs> you didn't like the second one? No. Oh man. Uh I thought the f- so the three episodes that came out were Confined, uh Paths Unknown and Shadows of Tantis. Now that third episode <laughs> I uh, thought it said was, Parts Unknown and I was like hailing from Parts Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Paths Unknown, Paths. Um do you know who yeah, walks I, do you know who walks the paths that are unknown. Mm-mm. The ultimate warrior, brother. <laughs> and, okay. Caleb <laughs> Caleb and Caleb Doom. Caleb Doom. Uh, yeah, we, we, you know, the first one, um, Confined, was really a lot of just where we're at with Omega. Yep, and up. And uh, Crosshair. And then, because last we saw Crosshair had been caught um and uh omega had been caught as well well she kind of turned herself in and when did she yeah like well no she got caught by um i can't she got snuck up behind on the scaffolding by one of the uh republic troopers um whoa 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 but yeah so she's what republic troopers sir it it was a republic clone trooper that caught her they're imperial now well, oh, well, yes, but they still wear the armor of the yeah, which was weird. This that whole I'm going to go into that in a minute here. This is kind of one of my nitpicks oh, um, about go. the third episode here, here but it, but yeah, so we're catching up with Crosshair and Omega. They've been in this prison for not very long when we first see them, but then by the end of this first episode, they've been there for a significant amount of time. And like Omega has like a little ponytail in the back now. Her hair is longer. Um, she's kind of fallen into the day to day routine that they've got her doing as far as 
clone blood DNA testing um, and crosshair is just chilling in a prison. So um, she's the shot been, lady. She's the, she's she the lady is. that the kids are the kid clones are afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, paths unknown. We catch up with Wrecker and Hunter still looking for Omega. They have zero clues as to where to find her. So they have kind of resorted to um, kind of going through some back channels. Uh, we do get the return of the Deveronian that they encountered with the, I forget what the little pet lizard was. Oh, yeah. Um, I was like, why he, do I recognize that guy? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in um, season two, I think. <laughs> yeah. um, and they kind of confronted him. He gets his, I'm pretty sure that's where he got his horn chopped off, which is why Hunter still had it. <laughs> um but anyway, that's we catch up with them. Um, they wanted one of these pikes, apparently, that uh, they were looking for. Of course, Wrecker and Hunter find him, turn him into her for intel on where to find one of uh, Hemlock's bases. So they travel out to this base. They have no other intel other than where it is. They have no idea what happened to it. They get there only to find that uh, they had done a... Um, bombardment of the planet destroyed the lab uh and any evidence really associated with it and then left um but they do encounter some young uh cadet remnant clones uh that are still on this planet kind of trapped on this planet because the empire left the clones the other clones abandoned them um and we do basically run into the drengear reincarnate uh on this planet <laughs> as well um that was a weapon of the empire um yeah slither vines as they called them but uh the three troops are deke stack and mox um but really this episode kind of strike kind of drives home the 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 mantra of the clones now make their own path um there is no more following orders there's no more uh you know just doing things uh blindly uh, just because we're we're following orders now, it's blaze your own path. Uh, the empire has now taken over. The republic is gone. We have to do things for ourselves. So, and we have to stick together because the clones are clearly being killed off, pushed out, taken advantage of, which we saw in season two of the Bad Batch with uh, Chuchi Rio Chuchi kind of defending clone rights. So, Chooch. Um, that's the where chooch. episode two leaves us. The Chooch. Um, um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. I got too excited about the chooch. Oh, well. I had, I had the something chooch, funny. The chooch something gets you else, excited, huh, Josh? Something else to... <laughs> um, well, you know what's funny is the chooch... You know what the chooch in my brain is based on? Is mm. when is when they were making fun of Anthony Scaramucci and calling him the mooch on yeah. SNL. <laughs> and... I mean, it's a general, like, Italian mm-hmm. type thing, but anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gone. Anyway, gone. He got distracted <laughs> by the chooch. <laughs> chooch. Um, I do like her character. I do like yeah. R- Ryo, Rio Chuchi. I think she's great. She's a you know, senator that... Rio, and she dances on the sand. Uh. Put that in there, Kyle. <laughs> um, she is definitely picking up kind of where Padme left off. Right. Um, yeah. 
she is she is definitely filling the shoes of of Padme uh, in that role. So I have a big uh, uh, one it, of those big pins from Rebel Art Empire of her. Mm-hmm. It's a good pin. Yeah, it's a really good pin. It's really good artwork. Yeah, it's fantastic artwork. Um, and then the third episode that we get is Shadows of Tantis, where now things have escalated. Um, we get a visit to this to Mount Tantis from the Emperor. Um, you know, checking up on uh, Project Necromancer. Yes, that is a big cameo three episodes in. Um, I think the bigger cameo for me was the Royal Guard coming down the ramp with him because you just, we haven't seen much of the Royal Guards and and they never do anything. So Honestly, I I saw the Royal Guard and I got disappointed because I was hoping it was going to be Vader. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know what? It's a, it's a, Knowing what what uh, they were working on on Tantus, it, it would have, I think. No, I no, missed. it totally makes more sense for it to be Palps for sure. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I wanted it to be Vader. I wanted it to be Vader because I thought, I, oh, I was like, oh, am I going to hear uh, AI James Earl Jones? That's that's literally what I was thinking. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. uh, but no, it's a big. I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. Your base is getting inspected. Your project is getting inspected. It's not a big deal. It's the biggest deal. Yeah, by the emperor himself. There are no deals bigger. Checking on his project, and this um, deal gets worse all the time. Yeah, <laughs> um, he did. What did he say? He t- he told him. He said there is no nothing greater. Uh, there is no higher priority to preserving the the empire. Something along those yeah. lines. Basically, told him this is the absolute highest. Here's your blank project. check, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever you need, I will get you. Um, and he was appreciative of the work that he's done, and which to me doesn't seem like a ton because he still hasn't figured it out so far. He's getting closer, um, but as we could see, it didn't hit until they finally, you know, uh, till uh, Omega's blood hit. That oh, hey, wait. Well, they this just got it. lucky. This I is... mean, Nalase already knew. Yeah, Nalase already knew and um, was trying to sabotage. Which, I, like, did she just tell him, like, "Oh, hey, Omega's blood didn't work. Uh, still didn't work." And they had tested it like every freaking time. Like, is she just telling him it doesn't work every time? And you're just going to take her word for that? That was a little bit of a weird thing for yeah. me, but. Um, but yeah, finally hits. We find out, hey, Omega's blood can. She's a host. Uh, it'll work with the midichlorian count thing. Still don't know how all that's going to work, but yeah, uh, it doesn't reject the midichlorians or whatever, however they said it. So, um, but that's where we are. So those are the three episodes in the arc. They tied together relatively well. Um, the end of the third episode, we do see Omega and. Uh, Crosshair escape the prison. They get to the shuttle, and they finally get off the planet and leave in the shuttle. But we, uh, not without Hemlock, basically just letting him go. Um, because when he finds out that she is the the correct host, he basically orders him not to shoot her down. So, um, all right. So we kind of we we've changed the format a little bit. We love kind of just giving like a little brief overview of the the show itself, but really just talking about things that we uh 
things that we liked, things that we didn't like, uh, anything that has to do with fan service in the episode. So, Josh, uh, let's ho- talk about. Let's. Uh, I. I. I got it. So, folks, listeners, you know the five of you that are left. Um, <laughs> you know I'm being generous. I'm counting Rebel Art Empire as one person, even though it's two. Um, but, there you go. Um, I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> Oh, so this is we the format. We know what the format is, but we were still we're still like figuring out the names. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know that we have a name for this segment yet. But when we're talking about main topics, and um, we are like when the main topic is like a movie or a show or a piece of media like that. Um, we're going to be talking about them using uh, the Mortis system. And the, what the Mortis system is, it's three parts. So <laughs> for the father, we're going to talk about, each one of us is going to talk about something, like what our main takeaway was main thing that we wanted to bring to the to this episode from what we watched um mm-hmm. for the brother we're going to pick a knit you know we're going to you know we're fans we're nerdy fans we want to we always have something to complain about um and then for the for the daughter or the sister is it sister daughter i guess she's both right um <laughs> we're gonna say what thing we really liked what and i'm thinking like we're leaning into um if it's like f- fan servicey things that uh that we liked so because i think on mm-hmm. you know we're we're all about uh fan service isn't a dirty word on this podcast so it's nice yeah, to highlight very true yeah so so let's start with our um our fatherly or, or I don't want to say just our, our I don't know, this sounds weird. Um, our Jedi master observations of these three episodes. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go, go ahead. No. Oh, all right. Um, I did like, I, I did like the, the second episode. It was a little more action packed than the first one. Um, but I did like the fact that it you was based boy. on, I know, um, it was based on the clones making their own decisions at this point. Like the, the, the two kit, the, the one goes and help Deke goes and helps, um, Hunter and Wrecker to find, to get to the, um, the, whatever the, the computer basically that was still working. Uh, and, and I think it was Mox. He was like, man, I thought Deke was the smart one or something <laughs> like that. Cause he wanted to go back in there and help him. Um, and then I think it was stack is trying to talk Mox into just taking their ship and leaving and like, Hey, we can finally get off this planet. Like, you know, they're not coming back. They're going to die in there. Um, and, and Mox, you know, Dude, they got says, so no, much like, plot armor. Come on. Yeah. He's like, no, he's like, we got to stay and help him. He looks in the back of the ship. He sees the little, what is it, the Tuka doll yeah. back there. And he's like, no, these these guys genuinely care about this kid. We need to help him. Flies the ship over and helps him out. Like, And again, it's about, hey, you're, you're making your own choices now in, in your life. You're not following orders from anybody anymore. Um, but the, the, the main observation, the Slither Vines, I thought was very interesting because it did strike me a lot like and i said this before the drengear um 
even though the drain gear are aggressive yes. plants do we need right uh the drain gear are sentient they do talk um they do share a hive mind um this one seemed almost more like a giant sarlacc pit that was just spreading um, but they did say it was made by the empire, some kind of experimental weapon until the empire lost control of it. Um, and we know the Drangir, uh, when you cut, when you cut a vine off of the Drangir, it can be, it can grow independently and become a second Drangir. Um, so they do grow that way. Um, it, they do have a mouth of full of teeth, very similar, and they can get to uh, giant sizes. The progenitor in in the High Republic was a huge Drengear that was essentially controlling all of them. So, and it's something that died out, or at least was predominantly dead before the Empire. So it makes sense that the, if this is a cloning facility and they're experimenting with cloning, if they had some kind of DNA, they could have experimented with it. Albeit not the same Drangir, right? Maybe yeah. this one is not sentient, but it stands to they they did it with the Zillow Beast. Yeah. It stands yeah, to no, reason that's true. That, that that does tie in. I you know what the slither vines, I I like them a little bit more than I did previously now that you've tied it together in my brain. And, and I'm don't 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 get me wrong. I'm not saying it is the Drangir. No, but, but I it, no, I like that headcan though. I'm running with it. Yeah, uh, that that was kind of what was going on in my head. Like, holy crap, man, did we just clone Drangir and bring them back to life? And it's now taken over this planet and is spreading. Because we even saw like a little one pop off and try to like attack, was it Hunter or Wrecker? I think he shot it. But it was like a little baby, little baby stick plant, little baby Groot. Um, You know, so... The Empire is space Nazis, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know if it's Dave. It must be Dave. Because it feels like it's really focused in on the um, the cartoons. But I feel like he might be one of those people that's... I, I see this like it's super weird. But you know how like there's all that stuff about... like urban legends or or uh rumor or some of it's real like whatever about like nazis and the occult and all the different like Mm -hmm. so like i feel like this is that uh, like the a version of that because i feel like there's like you know in bad batch and especially if there's like so much stuff about dark experiments and i don't know just feels like that's where he's drawing it from yeah Oh, totally. Um, that's where I think Hemlock, you could kind of compare him he to, uh, like a, yeah, essentially like a red skull, right? If yeah. we're talking like the, the Marvel universe, you know, he's still a Nazi, well, but he a, was experimenting. That's a perfect with, exam. I mean, that's, that's literally what that is. That's, that's a, the side by side. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, I get it, but I like it. That's what makes it fun. That's what makes it kind of interesting to see like, oh, there's cool, like other, it's it's a little bit of mysticism. Science, it's a cloning, little bit of secrets only the Sith knew, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, much like our podcast, somehow we returned. <laughs> um, all right. So what's your what's your observation from these uh, first three episodes that we got here? Um. So, you know, 
we're already getting it really quick. How, how do you know how many episodes we're we're getting in this season? I think it's like fifteen. Okay, so you know we don't have a lot of time to wrap things mm-hmm. up, and we're getting it quickly already. But I think that's good. Um, mm-hmm. But the crosshair redemption arc, because like him finally getting it because Omega still didn't let him like didn't leave him behind even after everything like i just i think that they're doing this well and i like where it's going and i feel like you know even though it was i feel you know it's sometimes stories are predictable but that doesn't mean that it's bad mm-hmm. it's like some of the best royal rumbles ever were ones where we knew who was going to win Good point. Because it's about the story, how you get there, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Well, and there's somebody that you, sometimes it's a person that you want to root for to succeed. And we, I think when we saw him in the beginning, we liked Crosshair. Yeah. We liked Crosshair. We thought he was cool, right? And he's part of their, he's one of their brothers. So to see him go on that downward spiral, we want to see him succeed. He's like, he's like the Raphael. Yeah, you know? exactly. He's a little hot-headed. Yeah. Um, doesn't follow orders <laughs> He's all the, the time from his brothers. Captured. <laughs> right, right. Uh, um, you're right. It's a, that's a great side by side is Raphael. So, um, you want to see that redemption arc of those individuals, and you want to see him succeed. So, yes, you're right. It's it's good to see him getting right to it and going. Hey, all right. He's he's starting that. Um, I actually enjoyed. He's in there. Omega's coming to him regularly and finally he tells her he's like I belong in here like for the things that I did I belong in here and she yeah, was like was, no he was like really broken you know that whole like them crossing paths in the hallway and him not even like looking up just like yep. shuffling looking at his feet you know yep and I don't think it's because of he was just like he did he didn't want to look at her he, yeah. he felt ashamed for the well, things that he had think done. I he knew that she was there. I think he's just like so defeated. Yeah. Like he's just looking down um, his feet. Clearly having issues. His hand yeah. is. Uh, do we think that's the aging of the clones or do we think that's from something else? Um, it might be just from the aging. I'm not the one, sure. The one clone that they had on the table, he was. He was pretty old. He was like getting up in the years. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Hey, before uh, we move on, I have an important question for you. Yeah. So if Crosshair is Raphael, is Omega April or Kino? Ooh. Or Casey Jones. Which April O'Neil are we talking? Are we talking April O'Neil from the first Turtles movie? Or are we talking April O'Neil from the second Turtles movie where she seemed very inept and didn't want to do anything? Okay, the well, first, first April of all, O'Neil feel, felt, first of uh, all, <laughs> Judith Hogg is the first April. Mm-hmm. No, no disrespect to Paige Turco, but... She's my April. She's the only April. Um, the, she's the, the best April. One. The original April. 
Yeah. Um, I have a Nika figure of her uh, from from that and uh no and even even without that so like um it would be that april anyway because you know he loses the sigh she takes it and then she gets Mm -hmm. attacked but he saves her and brings her back to the lair um Mm -hmm. so like they're they're still that's the april he's like the most intimately connected to too so right yep you know what? That's um, the cool thing is that all three of those characters are sweet, so it doesn't matter who Omega <laughs> is. It's a win-win-win. Right, but. right. Um, yeah, Akina, Akina was great too. Like hot-headed. It, yeah, Elias Cotiers is the only one I haven't met. Really? Yeah, I've met I've met Ernie Reyes Jr. and I've met uh, Judith Hogg, and she's still hot. <laughs> nice. Um, does he not do a lot of like? Like the con circuit stuff? I, I've never seen him on a con, but that, hmm. I mean, I don't know, you know, so. Gotcha. There's yeah. always a first time for um, anybody. I well, really again, need like, Brendan I, Fraser. The, just the, uh, what do I want to say? The exterior, the character of that April O'Neil was a little bit different than the character of the April O'Neil in the second one where she's picking up michelangelo's nunchucks and saying what is it i I like to do a little chucking and just seems very i don't know i feel like they neutered her her. i don't think she has as much like personality yeah yeah yeah. um i don't know i'm gonna go with omega as uh i'm gonna go with the omega as kino though it's a little more fiery Hmm. just a little more like I'm going to push the envelope and I'm going to do my thing. You know what I mean? So that would be my take. So, all right, well, let's dive into our nitpicks or what are the, the, our, our negatives or the brother, the dark side of, you know, uh, I had a, a I had a good name for this and I, now I can't, um, I can't think. Can't remember it. Yeah, it's that's okay. okay. We're, we're it's a it's a workshop. We're we'll we're, we're workshopping it, yeah. Josh. We're workshopping it. Um, <laughs> I think the the pacing uh, of the first episode was a little bit slow for my liking. Um, it was very much the uh, reminder that no matter uh, what you do in life, you can never outrun time, kind of thing. And it's like uh, this thing that is always constant. And I'm just like, this is just such a Debbie Downer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um don't get me wrong i was happy to see, I, I was glad we picked up where we left off seeing where omega was and crosshair it just the the whole episode felt slow but i get that it was setting up episode three and what we were going to experience in episode three so um and i did get two watches of all three of these episodes in today so me too um it, you know, it helped to kind of see that, but yes, watching that first one, I was just like, when it ended, I was like, Oh my God, that was so slow and painful. Um, but the second and the third ones I thought were, were the third one was really good. I really enjoyed the third one. Um, but that's just my nitpick of the first one. Mm. What about um, you? My nitpick is the second episode. Um, I just there were several things I didn't like. One, I felt like it was a filler episode. Um like an adventure of the week. Um <laughs> Okay. 
and the slither vine thing was kind of dumb until you made it a drengear um and <laughs> now I, everybody's gonna be like i also like how how many like lord of the flies like all the adults are gone but these kids survive stories do we need in the star wars cartoons why well we had it in andor too right wasn't that um was that uh wasn't it in andor i don't remember they found the the crashed lab wreckage thing um and that's that was basically like, how she got Ewok. Cassian. No, no, no. no that I was know. how she found Cassian. Yeah, it's was, true. Yeah, yeah. He was I mean, in that some was like, a little bit kid like tribal village. Yeah, I mean that was that was like a little less obnoxious, right? But like, yeah, I mean that's that is the same Ewok thing. movie. Get get out of here, Josh. I, mean, I know what I was talking I mean, about. I mean, so what you said though <laughs> was that a crashed lab and the kids only was, survived, sorry. which is exactly what happened. <laughs> In the Ewok movie, <laughs> true. Uh, yes. Well, there was a crashed family ship, though. Was it? it wasn't a lab, was it? Well, I think they were scientists, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But no, they they had the Maybe science ship had crashed, and all the scientists died, or whatever. And the Doctor Pershing scientist people died, and um. But yeah, Cassian was part of that group when um. Yeah what's her name picked him up so um so all right so filler of the week episode yeah with the second Lord one the for you slither vines i just i don't know do you feel like do you like what do you think we got out of that like what what do what do you what did we gain uh so i'm i'm gonna i kind of looked at it as what we did gain a little bit of was um obviously the Deveronians. So some of these missions and these side quests and things that we saw in seasons one and season two from the bad batch have kind of translated over to this now. So like the, the, the Deveron or the, um, Oh, they're cashing in their favors. Yes. They're cashing in their favors for these people that they came across or helped or defeated in seasons one and two and basically said like look you owe me a solid now we didn't kill you or you know we completed the mission for you uh you know i'm sure they're going to cash something in with sid here if they ever go back to her because she turned him into the empire to begin with um but there's a lot of characters that they met obviously fee comes in later on because she's flying one of the ships in the teaser trailer for bad batch so all of these characters that we met in season one and season two are kind of coming back into the fold in season three which is which is the last season um you know and i think that was what we got out of this episode was that hey it's it's just hunter and wrecker at this point and even Wrecker made a comment earlier. He's like, hey, we can't go into this thing half cocked because the last time we stormed an Imperial base, we lost somebody. Um, you know, we lost tech and clearly he's upset about it. Hunter's like, we have to find Omega. We got to move on it. Um, it is a little bit of a filler episode, I think, when we actually get to the planet. But yes, they have to find her somehow. And they're using the breadcrumbs and cashing in the favors from the other seasons to try to get there and i think that's what we got out of it i don't know well, if that seems like char- an odd connection or not all these characters they should air this show on the usa network 
Because <laughs> characters are yes. welcome. Yes. Um, a nice, nice one there. Nice little slogan plug there, Josh. You laughed um, right away too, so you got it. I did. I knew. I knew exactly I what you Google were talking about because I couldn't remember if it was USA or TNT. But TNT yeah. is. T- I think TNT is. TNT knows drama. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's so funny. Um, well, let's dive into the fan service <laughs> piece of this. Let's go to the sister, the daughter, um, the things that we enjoyed just She's for the pure love of Star Wars. Uh, do you want me to? Do you want me to go first, or you want to go? Go ahead. Age before ah. beauty. Well, you know, I have both, so you just pick one. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually enjoy- that. no one can see that though. So this is true. <laughs> Dang audio medium, darn you! you. Can't see how dev- devilishly handsome Justin is, <laughs> and how I look um, like a hobo with a big beard. <laughs> um, my my enjoyment was the return of Daniel Logan playing a clone. Um, all right, I had to, all right, all right. I had to think, like, I had to listen, like, when I when they first get to Mox and I hear the voice, I was like, that sounds a lot like Daniel Logan. I was like, that has to be Daniel Logan. And then sure enough, by the end of the episode, I always kind of watch the credits to see who the voices are. And sure enough, his name appears for Mox. It was just the one. The other two were played by different people. Um, but yeah, Daniel Logan back playing a clone uh, in in Bad Batch. So I enjoyed that. That was my little bit of fan service that I appreciated. I would have never noted. I did not notice that until you said it. What that he he was the voice? Yeah, yeah. Who was the yeah. um the the Deveronian crime boss? What was uh who was that voice actress? Sounded familiar. Oh, you're talking about the the main um I can't, uh I know you're I can't think of her name, but yes, I know who you're talking about. Yes, she has a very familiar voice as well. Um. We'll have to Google and come back to that. But, um, well, and the guy that played uh, the one Deveronian was the same person. Like they they didn't switch the roles. So it's not again. It's nice to see these can't, same characters, um, kind of coming back to. Oh, is that Issa Durand? I think I think you're right. And it's um, Angelica Houston. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Um. But she looks great with the like the horn, yeah, the horn. But like they're to the with like the headdress thing. It was super cool. Um, and then uh, who is the guy that played? Um, uh, who's the guy that played the um, the one horn guy? Uh, Liam O'Brien. I think that's it. Yeah, no, I'm on the IMDb right now for that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so recognize him from anything the voice sounds familiar but i couldn't place what what he was in so oh he plays uh he plays jedi master estrala maru on the young jedi adventures as well okay okay uh what's your fan service appreciation for this week's episode um this is like a really small, stupid thing, but I really thought it was cool how good of a job they did, um, like how beat up um, and like the patina on their on uh, the, 
the two Bad Batch guys' armor, like their mm-hmm. their armor look was like beat to hell, um, and it it like made it made every scene they were in like feel even more realistic because they mm-hmm. like you know animated that well or drew that well. Um, I know that's not like a fan service in the way of like oh well, you know like a, a reference to something, but. I just, I just like appreciating yeah. the, the how much the art, uh, and how much the animation has gotten better, like each season of you know Star Wars animation. It's mm-hmm. wild. Um, yeah, animation, color, uh, lighting in the scenes of this of this were great, uh, especially like the scenes where, um, Omega is looking out the cell window at like the planet of Tantus and you could see it sometimes it was very stormy. Uh, the one morning she wakes up and looks outside and it's beautiful outside. Um, just how they did the animation. They, they always do a good job with the animation, but this season so far seems excellent with what they're doing. So, Oh, I have to say, uh, so it's a silly little thing, but, um, you know, so she, uh, Omega, Omega, uh, befriends the, the space hound and Lurka. Uh, yeah. Lurka hounds. Lurka. And, uh, and so, and then when they're out there and they release the hounds and I was like, Oh, they're kind of telegraphing this, that the hound's going to save her. And then when the hound, so I was like, okay, so I'm just expecting that. And then when the, the hounds, they didn't really say which hounds they were, but when the hounds, save them from that whatever that other beast was the freaking I, werewolf yeah i was like okay <laughs> it's like um now the the hound saving her was out of my mind because i thought it happened so then when that yeah. specific hound came and saved her and that whole sequence and then he like i was actually like slightly surprised because they they tricked me into thinking like the telegraphed rescue had already happened it was betcha yeah betcha yeah, um, That's cool. which I which was very interesting because the hounds kind of yeah jumped on the giant werewolf thing because well, that's what they're even that's their that's what they're trained to do is attack those things. Yeah, um, it was just kind of interesting. I was like, okay, they all just turned on them and didn't even care about you know uh, Omega and Crosshair, and but yeah, when Batcher shows up, that was a which I I love a good space doggo. Um, we get up like there's tons of them in star Wars space doggos are always good. Um, but I loved when she calls batcher and he jumps in the ship and as they're like flying away, he like goes and kind of cowers in the corner cause he's never been on a spaceship and he's scared. That's yeah. what a dog would do. Um, and I just love, I don't that know, part, man, but, you know, you know, dang well, what a dog would do is get up on the thing oh. and be looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> get out of the, Where's the window. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Um, but yeah, no, I, I that was a great uh, part of the episode. I loved that. Um, but yeah, uh, so let's um, we're gonna shift gears one more time here. We've got one last little bit to talk about. Uh, something new we're gonna start talking about is just something that's got us excited. Uh, non star Star Wars related. Um, that's got us uber excited for the week. Um. Josh, I'm going to let you start first. This, is, this um, segment, um, we're workshopping titles. Mm-hmm. Um, this segment is might be called 
What's got you juiced, brother? <laughs> I with dig Ke- it. With Caleb Doom. Ooh, yeah. We want to know what you think, or we were going to share what we think is the cream of the crop. Um, <laughs> That's what we do. The cream rises to the top. <laughs> thinking, thinking, thinking. Um, so I was trying to think... Uh, we had joked about how these non-Star Wars things had to at least some tangentially way be still connected to Star Wars, and mine is. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been reading or I've been listening to the audiobook of The Fellowship of the Ring. Um, nice. I'm not into Lord of the Rings. Uh, I've only ever seen the first movie, and then I saw The Hobbit. Um, but that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. and I didn't really like it that much. And, uh, I kind of, when I was younger, used to, uh, prescribe to a, like, I couldn't, like, I was, it was like an all or nothing thing. So I didn't like that. So oh, I didn't like it. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, but I, I, when I got older, I tried to give it another shot and I listened to an audiobook that was like, uh, the old one and it's real stuffy and dry mm-hmm. um and i was like oh no that's not gonna work so but then recently i was like i had like an abundance of audible credits and um i was circ- looking around and they have um a recently released uh set of audiobooks of the trilogy uh as read performed by andy circus nice so there are swaths of this book that I've still been pretty bored because this book is like walking and talking about things that happened in the past for most of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but his performance is spot on. Like his voices sound like the characters from the movie and um, it's, yeah, it's cool. Nice. Um, Mine, I think I'm going to go... And you know what? Last Friday, I got to spend some time with my wife. We had, uh, I had picked up some tiramisu and some cannolis at the Italian market. Hey. We, had a little, we had a little bit of uh, wine. We got to watch a movie together. Uh, we had turned little on. Vino. Uh, yeah, we watched, uh, we watched uh, Next Goal Wins on Disney Plus with uh, Michael Fassbender Um you know, a little bit of a soccer movie, a little bit of a broken man movie. Um, highly entertaining, though. Uh, mostly enjoyed it for, uh, you know, Taika Waititi's in it. He's hilarious in it. Um, Will Arnett's in it. It's a little over the top with some of the characters, but um, uh, definitely enjoyed the movie. Uh, it's about American Samoa soccer team, um, but it was highly entertaining, um, and uh, I enjoyed it. So I like Michael Fassbender. So uh, I mean, I, I, with all due respect, I would have recommended <laughs> Casino. <laughs> Life is beautiful, you know. But um, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. I I can't imagine it's like the number one movie you go to on date night. But uh, we we well, just we had just like this Italian thing going, and then you, you know, flip the gears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I always appreciate watching a good haka. Uh, I think yes. that is oh my God. that is Love the it. most amazing thing Love to it. see. 
So uh, I definitely enjoyed that. But yes, parts of the movie were hilarious. So that is what has me juiced uh, for this week. So um, any, anything else you want to touch on before we uh, wrap this up, Josh? Uh, no, but I actually, yes. Uh, so, um, you know, hit us up on social media and or email us and let us know what you think about the new format. And we're also trying to think of maybe like another segment or two or three to have in the bag and rotate things around. So um, if you have any thoughts on that, hit us up too. Um, you know, or any questions we'd love to do. Um, we've, we're saving up questions to do a mailbag episode at some point. So, um, you mm-hmm. know, just hit us up, hit us up. Uh, yeah. New segments going to be just in talking about, uh, different clone bios armor and weaponry of the empire um and i'm gonna put all you to sleep because it will be uber boring just kidding (laughs) i'm not doing that um all right well let's wrap this up and uh get out of here you're all clear kid now let's blow this thing and go All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. It's great to be back. Uh, let us know what you think of the new format. We're going to, again, it's workshopping. We're tweaking it a little bit, but uh, wanted to get back on recording and get new material out and happy to be talking about Star Wars again. Thank goodness. Like I said, I feel refreshed. I feel good. I'm ready to go. Uh, you know, I, I just got the email confirmation uh, today, actually, that my Hot Toys Darth Vader from the Kenobi series is processing. So I am super excited for that Hot Toys because it will be my first Vader Hot Toys and it looks amazing. I can't wait to get him posed with that broken helmet and the broken chest box and the, uh, you know, uh, you didn't do this to me, Anakin, whatever that was. I, I gotta, I gotta remember it, but I'm gonna try to do something with that. So you didn't. Kill anyway, Anakin, that's got me excited. What's that? You didn't kill Anakin. I killed him. Yeah, that's it. You or, didn't uh, kill Anakin Skywalker. I I'm what it. remains. I am what remains. Yeah, loved it. So um, anyway, uh, you can follow Outer Rim Beacon anywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us, OuterRimBeacon at gmail.com. Um, my name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at IamTheBendu. Uh, Josh, where are they going to find you at? Uh, this is Bob Probert, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. It's a little maneuver. I don't know if you all have heard about that one, so... But yeah, get out there. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Glad to be back. Glad to be talking Star Wars again. We'll have Kyle back next week. Hopefully he's feeling better. Um, But anyway, Bad Batch is back. Ah, I hate this planet. Love some Wrecker. Always happy to have Wrecker back. So anyway, get out there. Better get Hondo in this season. Please put Hondo in this season. Please make it happen. Do we think we lose another Bad Batch member? Crosshair? Can we can we cross him off now that he's got his redemption arc? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right, everybody. Get out there. Uh, have a great one. May the Force be with you. Always.
always.